Welcome to the Wisdom Club podcast, where we talk to inspirational business leaders in our community that inspire us to lead a life full of wisdom and build a business as worthy of our wildest dreams. I'm your host, Leo Chen. I'm a tech entrepreneur, real estate advisor, and investor located right here in sunny coastal Orange County, California. And the goal of this podcast is to expand your mind and share what's possible. Hello, everyone. Um, Welcome to the Wisdom Club podcast, and I have a super awesome guest today, and I've been really excited to uh, to talk with uh, this person. Um, he's been a good friend of mine and also a good uh, business referral partner uh, for quite some time now, and uh, we will get into all of that as our uh, history of what, how we know each other, as well as uh, getting you guys getting to know him. His name is Dane Wright, and uh, he is a uh, by profession, he's a spiritual life coach that helps uh, clients connect to the truth of who they are um, and also uh, how they can feel fulfilled and confident at uh, and being at peace, uh, which is the most important part, in my opinion, is being at peace. Because when you're at peace, uh, you tend to do the best things in life and uh, everything goes well. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to introduce uh, Dane. Hello, Dane. Hey there, Leo. So good to be here with you today. Thank you. Thank you. I know um, all of my audience um, really resonate with this topic that we're going to be talking about, which is your expertise. And so um, so I, I, I'm eager to get started. But before we do, um, we want to just kind of get a little bit of uh, background from you about uh, where you grew up, you know, uh, you know, what what was your interest early on in life and mm. kind of just take me uh, take me back in the, into the, you know, the days where what you can remember and then um, bring us up to date to today to where you are. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm from Laguna Beach, California. And, um, you know, going back, the first thing that I remember is I used to actually be much more quiet um, and much more passive. And I really didn't grow into my extrovertedness until, I don't know, like midway through high school or something like that. And it was because like looking back, I used to be very uh, introspective ever since like day one, I was always observing things and observing my family and like watching how things work. I was so curious about knowing how the world works, how things work in the world and how people function in the world. And so it seems like the first part of my life, I was like very observant. Um, I was also paired with being a beach bum. I spent a lot of time at the beach um it was like totally i mean i was down there just an hour ago um love the beach i find that it is such a great place to ground your energy and all that so i think from a young age i was always naturally really attracted to the ocean and uh surfing skimming all the different body surfing i just and free diving i just loved uh doing everything oriented around the ocean Awesome. Um, so you and you and I originally connected because uh, we both have uh, young dogs, yeah. and uh, we I think we initially met at the uh, Laguna Beach uh, dog park, which yeah. is a super great park. It's probably one of the best that like ever seen like anywhere yeah. in California. Um, it's uh, very well kept. It's all greeneries all around trees, hillside. You know, completely sheltered away from traffic or people or houses and things like that and it's such a huge space that a lot of dogs can get a lot of fun uh you know just 
being dogs, you know, running around playing and all that stuff without feeling like they're cramped up with too many, you know, dogs around not being able to really stretch their legs. And so uh, obviously we struck up a conversation, you know, right away uh, because you're such a curious guy, as you mentioned, and uh, always asking questions and just connecting with people. But also at the same time, I noticed that you were also not, not, uh, not only were you curious, but you also had you know, a kind of a soft demeanor to you where it's easy to talk to. Mm. You know, uh, I know that some people, uh, di- different people have different pace in, in their, you know, communicating and talking and you weren't in a rush, you know, and, uh, and I think that's what I, I personally, you know, loved about you and how we connected. And uh, of course, um, I wanted to find out about, you know, uh, where you grew up and finding out that you grew up in Laguna Beach. I didn't grow up in Laguna Beach. I wish I had and um, kind of jealous in that way. And I think a lot of people are, are jealous of, the, of that, that they didn't grow up in such a beautiful art town, you know, like Laguna Beach. And I, as you were talking, it reminded me how much I love the beach. I always loved the beach, but I didn't know why, but there's just so much energy, you know, that you can, you can kind of soak up from the ocean because it's constantly moving there's always this energy about it you know the wind you know the breeze the uh the ocean the the uh the, the tides coming in and out and hitting the rocks and the sand and you know there's just a lot of a lot of things happening where i think it get a lot of energy from and i don't know if that if that's true for you too oh for sure yeah i mean it's just like right now the waves are huge and so it's just like it's almost meditative to just watch. I mean, these like, it reminds you of, um, it reminds me of just like how powerful nature is, you know, and I weave a lot of that into my coaching of just reminding people that we're a part of that. So I think that when we, uh, when we can go experience such raw nature and, um, and get to like, kind of just be in awe of it, it like, it helps ground so much. And also like the, I mean, I know about the ions too, like all the salt, the salt kicks up the ions. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. you know, they've actually studied it. It's like, it's, it's chemically proven that like, yes, your, your, your uh, mood will shift because these positive ions from the salt water. Yeah. Pretty cool. I, I think that's very true. And um, you, you mentioned being more introverted and I'm, I'm by nature also introverted. And mm-hmm. so when there's so much energy, you know, around, that environment like we just get to recharge right we got to find a way to recharge because we don't always get to recharge around other people and so so i think that's that's what i you know really resonate with a lot and so um you uh you're a very curious person and uh tell us about your career a little bit you know uh you know on the way to where you where you are now because i think that's a super interesting story yeah yeah yeah, so what I do now is actually the second the second go at my career. Um, the first my first career was in uh, was in medical device. I worked I worked as an engineer, mechanical engineer, uh, and I also studied material science. And so you know I was like much more in the head, much more in the logic of figuring out how things work. And from a young age, I knew I wanted to make a positive impact in the world. So that's why I chose medical device. Um, to, you know, create something that really can really benefit people. Um, But, you know, after working full time for a while, I realized that me sitting in a cubicle was not going to last long. And that's when I started to explore all kinds of different other things. And, um, and at at one point, I connected back to my high school uh, education. 
And I was thinking about like, what was like one class that I loved the most? And honestly, it stood out so easily. It was a, it was a class in social psychology. And it like this light bulb moment went off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that is so important. And I had also discovered the world of you know, self-help and, and uh, personal development for myself. And it was helping so much um, because growing up, I had a lot of anxiety, a lot of like undiagnosed anxiety, uh, depression, and it was all covered up by my ability to like people please and put on a good face and put on a smile. And I'm sure all you people pleasers out there can relate to that. Um, but in the background, it was like, there was so much unsettled inside of me. Um, and so when I connected back to like my own suffering going through that, I knew that something had to shift. I knew that like the education system hadn't changed much since I was there. And what we were teaching young people is like not really how to prepare for life. Um, and so I was very passionate about that. And so I started a mentorship program and wanted my, my goal wasn't to uh, make a career out of it, really. I, my goal was just to go back and teach, you know, high school students what I wish that I had known. Um, and wish that I could have uh, like been better at like self-regulating myself and like finding inner peace and you know looking at social pressures and our inner habits of like why do we do the things we do because I realize it's just like it is so important like no one gives you a manual on how <laughs> on how you work so it really is up to us to figure it out so that we can have inner peace. Yeah, I think the educational system is super interesting. Um, you know. We grew up with this uh, the system that shows us like, oh, this is how you become a worker. This is mm -hmm. how you become like almost like a, uh, for lack of better words, almost like a, a factory worker, but in other industries. And mm -hmm. all, you know, you, you level up by how fast you do something, how hard you work or something like that. And uh, you do something over and over and over again, some, something tedious, you know, like a, like a factory, like you're part of mm -hmm. the factory. And that's how we're able to produce stuff, you know, earlier on, you know, many, many years ago. But um, as we started to realize, I'm sure all of us, so at least since the 60s or 70s, that, well, there's a bigger life than just being a, you know, factory worker, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, everything permeates in terms of, okay, uh, you do this many hours of work, you, you, you do this task, and then you, you know, uh, get married and you get a home and like everything's so structured, mm. where if you didn't reflect, you just go follow that path and it really didn't, uh, this, there's, there's this person inside of you that never comes out, right? And we want to fit in. And so when everybody else is that way, we want to show that, oh, everything's cool. I'm just like you, no worry. It's just another day. Let's just keep going. And then while on the inside, you may have other uh, feelings and passions and things like that, that you are wanting to either learn or give that's outside of this structural system, mm. right? Mm. And um, I think we're 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 very fortunate to live in this uh, era where mm. we get to do that. Yes, right. If you yes. were born in say the fifties or you know sixties or something like that, you may not have been able to pursue mm -hmm. you know something like this, right? right? You you'd probably have to you know move to you know 
go to live in India or something like the Beatles did or something yeah. like that, <laughs> right? If you had the money, you had the know-how or, you yeah. know, something like that. But, uh, but I think it's very, very accessible in today's age, which is really great. And so, so, um, uh, so you found your uh, kind of uh, uh, the start of a passion of how you wanted to teach what was so valuable to you, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And I, at the time, I really didn't think I was going to get paid for it. Um, and, you know, what happened next was I, I started teaching, um, you know, kids that I was tutoring, uh, you know, all this, all this like mental health. Um, well, what, it, what it really was, was I saw them bumping up against like all this test anxiety, all these limiting beliefs of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm stupid. I, I can't read. And I was like, we need to stop cramming all this like math and reading down these kids throats. And instead, like, talk about these things, you know, so, and it, and it really worked, like, it really helped them ease up the tension, and then they started performing better. Um, and so that's when I realized, I'm like, wow, this is, there's really something to this. Um, and, you know, I started to work with young people um, full time, you know, just coaching. Mm -hmm. And while I realized, one thing that was like a pivotal moment um, was that I realized that a lot of young people were open and like wanting to learn about some of this stuff, but that they, they like a lot of them aren't, you know, <laughs> like, I think we can all relate. It's like when you're young, like you think you have like all the confidence in the world, like you, like you don't need help. Like you're going to figure it out on your own. Right. And so what I realized is like, yes, yeah, some of them wanted my help, but a lot of them didn't. And so I started working with an older group, not older, but, um, you know, like 20s, 30s, people in their 40s. And I realized that what I was teaching um, and coaching on was just a much better fit for that, for that group. You know, it's like, you kind of have to stew in your humanity and <laughs> the friction of life, you know, the, the, the sandpaper of life. Um, and until you're ready to kind of like, wake up, you know, and, and want to start looking at some of these things of like, why do I do the things I do? and finding different ways and um, yeah. And wanting to, to seek more peace rather than like crazy, you know, aliveness all the time. Yeah. 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 I, everybody has to uh, has their own time of being ready. Yeah. And a lot of times, like you said, when we were kids, we don't know what's happening. We don't know. We actually need help. Yeah. Right. And uh, we act out. We don't know that that's, there's something wrong, you know, with that. And a lot of kids get into trouble and things like that. It's a, it's a age old, you know, dilemma, right. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they, they do their things and they don't really, uh, uh know why that is. They don't know uh, when they feel anxiety, they feel pain with yeah. your fear. Uh, they can't, it's very difficult for them to identify it. And, uh, since they don't know, they, their first instinct is to hide it. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Hey, hey, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Somebody finds out that I feel this or that. And turns out everybody feels that way. Right. right. Yeah. And so, uh, so that's, a, that's a very, um, very interesting thing to think about. I know, you know, all of us as kids all, all kind of have that to a certain degree. Um, yeah. And so uh, obviously you, you were able as a curious person, you were able to find your way and now you're helping people do that. And uh, one of the uh, things that you talk about is a, a spiritual awakening. And, yeah. and um, one of the things that you trying to make that happen is you make it happen simply. So a spiritual yeah. awakening that's made simple. Can you, can you share with us um, how, how that works? Yes. 
Yeah, it's one of those things that I think that can be, it can be so complex, but at, at a very, I love to make it very simple for people. Like, I don't believe that you need to like go to India or like go to, go to like, you know, Bali and like go do like all that crazy stuff. Like you can, I think that's a great option too. Um, but I think that awakening can be made very, very simple. And um, awakening is basically um, just a process of, of observing like one of the first steps is to observe your patterns right so like a really simple way to like start an awakening journey which a lot of people already are is just kind of bumping up against something frustrating in life you know and being like why is it this way you know like what's going on here it's kind of like taking a step back and being curious and being like why do i keep doing that you know like if if you uh I don't know, like say, you know, you go to work and you're like, have this like kind of like anxiety or something, right? And you're like fearful of your boss. It's like, okay, like there's like this friction happening, but it's like, well, why, right? Like, why is there like this anxiety? What is that about, right? And when you start to get curious about why it is that you do things and like why life is the way it is, that's basically like a great way to start the awakening journey, right? Yeah. Um, it's just kind of taking a step back instead of just being in this kind of uh, unconscious unfolding of life and stepping out of it and looking back at it and thinking, huh, why is it that way? Right. Yeah. And so it's really simple, you know, like awakening can be a very simple start um, and it can get very complex too later on. But I, I just think like the first start of it is like very, very simple. Yeah. Yeah, it, it reminds me like, um, you know, when we were younger, when I was younger, um, when we would have dreams, mm -hmm. we had dreams where we wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I had this dream about this. It could be, you know, a bad dream. It could be a good dream or whatever. I remember waking up just like thinking, oh, I had the dream about this and that and the other. But I just think that, oh, it is just what it is. Mm -hmm. I didn't stop to say, oh, why did I dream that? Why did that? Why was it so weird? Or why? Was it fearful? Like it, it's all coming, you know, from us. And just like you said, like when you're younger, we don't know to ask. We just like, oh, that, you know, we we, we even don't tell anybody, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you, something does cross your mind, like, oh, I dreamt this. Mm -hmm. You didn't you didn't take the next step. Of, well, why did I dream this? And is it because something happened here? Because something, mm -hmm. you know, you're not even making any connections. Right. And so I think that's where you're, you're kind of uh, an unawakened you know, state, right. you know, and so um, when you start asking questions to something, then you start asking, opening up all kinds of asking questions about everything. Mm. Right? And yeah. so I, I think that's, that's just, that's the, that's the awakening aspects that probably you're, you're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of a funny, uh, it's a funny um, uh, thing, right? It's like, when we're kids, we're taught to be adults. It's like, Right. As you're growing up, you do have that childlike wonder. You do have that curiosity. You're constantly asking why. Right. But you're also asking like adults a lot of times these questions that they don't have answers to. So then they tell you, stop asking these questions just because I said so. Like, just listen, just do it, you know, fall into line. Right. So we get this uh, conditioning, like a lot of a lot of the start of awakening journey is looking at our conditioning of like a lot of these things that cause the friction and frustration and stress and kind of pain in life 
oftentimes are due to the conditioning that we got when we were younger, right? So it's like we were told to do something a certain way or told to think a certain way, or like we were told that we were a certain way, right? And that we weren't another way, right? So all of a sudden, like we have all this conditioning that's piled on top of us. And um, like, it's just ironic, right? Because now we have to go, we have to reverse the process, right? It's like we get conditioned to be these adults, to like fall into line, to be good factory workers, to like not bother anybody, right? And then we get to at a certain age where all of a sudden, like all of that is so confining to our souls and our spirits that like it causes friction that's meant to awaken. It's causing like pain inside of us, anxiety, depression, whatever it is, however it's manifesting. And, and that's our cue to like look at it, right? And that's our invitation, I think, like almost from the universe of like, hey, look over here, like pay attention to this. This is out of alignment with you, yeah. right? And if we resist the pain, if we numb the pain, it'll just stay the same, right? But when we can take it and look at it and like investigate it and figure out a different way to go about it, then all of a sudden, like your whole life can shift and fall back into alignment. Yeah, especially especially when it happens over and over again, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, you know uh, there's a saying that, that uh, the universe will keep giving you lessons to learn until you learn it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know um and so so there's a lot of repeating thing i i was just thinking while you're talking um when um you know just like just like a lot of kids they ask a lot of questions and um i was asking questions and always just assumed that whatever i asked there's always a, there's always an answer mm. somewhere however mm. i had somebody tell me that like hey you're asking questions that nobody knows the answers to mm. You know, and and I thought, oh well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there isn't an answer for that, and we just kind of you just kind of take their word for it. Yeah. You know? um, and then to realize later on, as we experience things and uh, and and go through stuff, we like, oh, that's the answer to that thing that I was thinking about. You know, whatever, three years ago, five years ago, mm. and like there is an answer to that. You know, like yeah. that's not true. It's not true that there isn't an answer to that. Like, yeah. So it's like what you said. Um, hey, stop asking questions, you know, yeah. somebody's just like, you know, kind of, you know, shut you down on something. And like, we should all just assume that there's an answer to something. We just don't know it yet. Yes. Right. Right. You know? And you should keep asking if one person doesn't know, like, you know, ask the next person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And sit and ponder it for yourself. See if you can like create your own theory, you know, right? because that's the other thing is like, what I've noticed is that we all have a deeper knowing you know, that goes beyond education. And there's things that we have the ability to and that are, are, are inside of us to know, you know, but a lot of times that's conditioned out of us too, right? right, right it's like right. when you're kids and you sit, make some statement, they're like, how do you know? Like, you're yeah, so yeah. young, you know, like I just heard yeah. a client say that. Yeah. And that was like something he's working through. It was like, you know, his parents being like, how do you know you're so young? Right. And it's like, okay, maybe I don't know. And then you question yourself, no right. doubt, right? Right. So, but, you know, people do know things. Like there's a whole world of intuition, you know, where yeah. there is a knowing, there is this like sense about things where it's like, I know I should go do this thing or I know not to talk to that person or whatever it is, right? But we don't really have words for it. It's just a knowing, right? Yeah, yeah. So. yeah you know, um, uh, we we all have a knowing, but either we talk ourselves out of it, 
or somebody else talks us out of it, or we think somebody else is telling us to talk ourselves out of it. Yeah. Right? Like, yes. like it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird human condition, right? Yes. Um, I was hiking uh, this morning um, and uh, with a couple of friends and they have dogs and they had never been on that trail before and I was guiding them. But mm-hmm. as we are coming back, you know, around, they had never been to that part before, uh, yeah. but the dogs seem to know which way to go. Yeah. Right. That, that those, their, their dogs had never been there. You know, my dog has, but those, their dogs have. And we were just talking about like, well, you know, they have like a, a compass in their head, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so uh, they just trust it. They're not talking themselves out of anything. They just know. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, I know this, I do this. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're right. not asking questions. They're not, you know, uh, so, so there, in, in many ways we have, you know, a lot to learn about just trusting our own uh, guts and our own instinct. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that's a uh, very, very true. Um, yeah. you, have, you have this thing that, um, that you, you talk about, uh, that the universe isn't punishing you. Um, it's actually trying to awaken you. Mm. And uh, the breakdown is, uh, is the key to the breakthrough. Can mm-hmm. you, can you talk a little more, more about that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the same, uh, vein of what we're talking about, right? It's that this concept of, um, you know, sometimes like life is life, right? Like it's going to throw all kinds of stuff at you and, um, we can relate to whatever it is in different ways, right? One way is that we're like a victim of our lives, right? Like this victim consciousness that we hear about, um, where it's like, it's not my fault. This shouldn't have happened to me, you know, poor me. Right. And it's kind of like this, um, relating to like whatever friction there is in life as like this, like punishment or like this, like thing that you can't overcome. Right. It's like, it makes you so small and like, you, you can't, um, you can't overcome it. Right. And so in that you're kind of trapped spiritually, right. You can't grow. You can't learn because everything bad that happens, um, you can't see it clearly. You can't like be in that perspective of wanting to grow and wanting to expand. And so we stay small. Right. And we all have this, right. It's like a human thing. Like everyone's got some level of victim mindset that shows up at some point in their lives. Right. No matter who you are. Um, and so, um, yeah. So, so it's like, we like shifting the script, right. It's like these things, these bad, these bad things that happen in life aren't meant to like punish you or like, like God smiting you or like, you know, however you want to relate to it. It's like anywhere where there's friction, there's like an opportunity for growth and learning and expansion. Right. And so, um, So when we shift that framework, right, from like, oh, why is this happening to me? Like, I shouldn't have, like, this shouldn't be my life. And just like in resistance to all like the kind of like friction and suffering. um, And we actually lean into it, right? We like look at it and we're like, what is this? Like, what is going on here? Like, why is this showing up in my life? You know, like, and how did I get here? All of a sudden, like that's the huge opportunity for for awakening, right? To to see things in a new way, so that you can shift, so you can see whatever conditioning is like led you to that place in life, and be like, "Wow, I'm not gonna do that again," you know? Like, let's learn this lesson so that we can close the books on it and move on through life, right? 
Yeah, we 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 get uh we get more of what we resist. Yeah, right? yeah, right. So like uh, uh if I if I I always go back to the dog analogy because you know we live these things and I think about them all the time. When I have uh, my dog Lucy on a leash, right, she wants to pull it, right, right. But if I let her let her be without the resistance, she actually wants to relax. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a, just a, the you know what we do you know with ourselves, right? You know, we keep pushing against something, and if there's nothing to push against, we actually relax, mm. right? So, mm. um, so, so I think I think that's very true. Um, and you know, on the flip side, instead of focusing on your resistance and things like that, you know, there's one of the things that I talk about with my team is, uh, you know, hey, what great things happened to you this week? you know, because, uh, we want to celebrate it. And when mm-hmm. we celebrate that, we get more of that. So we get mm-hmm. more of what we celebrate. Yes. Right. Yes. You know, as opposed to, uh, resistant mm-hmm. focus, they're like, Oh, I got to resist this. I got to, you know, cause you can only do one thing at a time. You're resisting or you're celebrating, right? Yes. Like, you know, choose to celebrate. Yes. So, uh, so I think that's a, that's a big part, you know, of, of how the world works because, uh, you know, the more we push, the more it pushes back. Yes. Yeah. What we resist persists. That's right. an expression, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, that, um, do you have an example of something that, that you experienced that where you had some sort of breakdown that led you to a breakthrough? Mm. All the time. <laughs> um let me think um hmm. yeah i mean just all kinds of things you know like i think um like okay here's one (laughs) so growing up um you know one thing that we get exposed to at some point is like very strong emotions, right? Very strong, like egoic emotions, right? Where there'll be somebody, usually it's like a parent or, or um, like a teacher or coach or somebody who like blows up. And it's like this, like kind of destructive pattern, right? And um, when like, you know, as I grew up, like part of like my, my people pleasing was to realize wow, like I should never be angry, right? Like I should never do that because that hurts people, right? Like I got hurt by that when I was younger. And so I should never do that, right? And so it was really um, a really fascinating thing is like, as I went through life, like I couldn't express anger. Like it was like this thing that was always dampened. And like when things would happen, I I would just like stay cool as a cucumber, you know? Um, except for like very rare occasions where like something really would have to happen for me to get like actually upset. Right. But then what I saw was like, that's, it's not healthy to bottle all that up. And I saw that like a lot of all of that emotion that was bottling up was the anxiety, was the depression. It was all this unexpressed emotion. Right. And so, um, so, so yeah. So I basically like, I had to have a, a breakdown of, you know, 
like going into the depression, going into the anxiety and like being so frustrated by life, you know, to really have that anger come out and be like, screw this. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, like this isn't what I want. And it was like this anger, like came pouring out of me and it was, it felt scary. You know, it felt vulnerable. Um, but ultimately it felt like the truth of what needed to happen. You know, it was like all this like backlog emotion that I had like dampened down and it's like, it had to come out in this explosive way to make me realize like, holy crap, like I need to like let that out more. Right. So it was like this, um, yeah, it was just like a, uh, a realization of like, wow, like, (laughs) you know, you can't keep that bottled up forever. Yeah. I I think that's so true. I, I had a, coach that says it in this way it was very um, interesting uh, it's uh, like all of these emotions whether it's anger or sadness or depression whatever it is yeah um, it's like taking out the trash if you don't take out the trash then your house is full of trash yeah and eventually you can't fit anymore just bust out the bust out the door <laughs> yeah you know so uh, I thought that was very you know appropriate how, how to actually you know, uh, think about it in that way, because mm. uh, we we have a hard time quantifying, yeah. you know, our emotions. Yeah, if you think about it that way, like, oh, well, that's another piece of trash that you <laughs> you, you lugged around, all, you know, all around. Yeah, you know, long yeah, long, so. right. Yeah, and learning too. It's like like the learning lesson there for me was like, there's a destructive way to express anger, and there's a productive way to express anger. You know. And most of the time, what we get exposed to when we're younger is the destructive, like very few people know how to express anger in a productive way. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it's like scary, you know, but what I had to learn, it was like, no, like you can't express anger. Like you can be upset. Like you can be frustrated by things and it's super healthy to do that. Right. Um, but then there's also this other side, you know, that like prevents us from doing that of thinking like, oh, I don't want to become like that person who like hurt me like when I was younger or like yelled at that person or like you know like it's like that but everything all emotions have like uh have like a productive side and then like an unproductive side right and so it's really important to learn that right but we can only learn that when we feel the frustration of not knowing it and then we lean into it so how how do you suggest someone productively you know release you know, whether it's anger or uh, frustration or anxiety. Mm, yeah. Um, the One of the best ways, I mean, you can do it on your own. Um, you can also do it with somebody else, you know. Sometimes that's difficult when you're like first getting started, you know, to like express it with somebody else because you probably will be triggered by whatever's going on with that situation, right? Um, so a really good one is to write it out, is to like, listen for okay what part of me is so upset right Mm -hmm. and like just journaling it out like writing it out um and just like letting the anger out of like what is it that you're so upset with and like what piece of you right that's like a really important thing to look at too is like what part of you like is it your like wounded inner child or is it like your ego like wanting to be right and making them wrong or like what is it you know like what is going on in there Um, and so journaling is like a really great way to do it because it won't create like destruction in your outer world. It'll just be contained in that space of your journaling, uh, prompt. And, um, and then you can start to get some insights of like, oh, 
like I'm so upset right now because like I did it my way and she did it her way and like I think I'm right but like <laughs> like who's to say she's not right too you know like maybe you yeah. just have different ways of doing things right yeah, I, yeah journaling and writing it down is definitely easier than than putting yourself in into a padded room or something I don't I don't even know where you can get a padded room <laughs> yeah yeah you know so uh yeah. so awesome super awesome um so uh tell us about uh you know your your coaching and um uh how what kind of people you are looking for and uh you know how how do you conduct your coaching in general yeah yeah um so the people I'm looking for are people who have been on a like kind of spiritual awakening journey already. Um, a lot of times I'm not the first stop, you know, like a lot of times they've started to look at their, if you're like, if you're somebody who's like looking at your limiting beliefs, you know, like looking at your reoccurring like thought patterns of like, I'm not good enough and like all this kind of stuff or your relationships, like you notice these like circular patterns that are just like so frustrating, but you can't quite break out of them. Um, yeah, I work with a lot of people who are like already noticing these things. They're already have started their awakening journey um, and have read some books, you know, and they're, they're, um, you know, figure it, they're like trying to figure it out. Like they're like committed and like they're going to awaken, you know, but I can help them move faster on that process. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and uh, how can people find you? Um, yeah, I'm actually redoing my whole like Instagram and TikTok accounts right now, but you can find me there at I am Dane Wright. Okay, great. At so I am handle. Dane Wright. Yeah. I am Dane Wright. Uh -huh. And my website is danewright.com. Okay, that's Dane Wright, uh, W R I G H T. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And uh, as a uh, thank you so much, um, Dane, um, as always, you know, with our show, we always end with a quote that um, our guests are very inspired by and um, you have yours uh, ready here yes oh wait are you gonna read it or you want me to yeah i'm gonna have you read it oh uh, got it got it got it uh, here here you go thank you um okay yeah so this is this is one by eckhart tolle um, you find peace not by rearranging the circumstances of your life, but by realizing who you are at the deepest level. Yeah, that one really sums up what I do. I help people realize who they are at the deepest level. Yeah, and in that they find inner peace. Yeah, and there's there's a lot in there because you have peace and you have how to rearrange and your own circumstances in your life. And then having the realization and then who you are at the deepest level. So yeah. um, really, really amazing quote that we probably ponder on for a long time. Uh, thank you so much, Dane. I really appreciate you. Uh, really uh, love your journey to where you are right now. I want to continue this, you know, see how uh, you continue to help others as well as uh, grow as a coach. Um, just a, a very, very um, uh, grateful to, to know you. And uh, thank you for being on. And I think a lot of people get a lot out of this. And uh, we'll say uh, a little goodbye until next time. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to receive notifications of all new episodes. And please give us a positive review. And if you want to hang out with us live, 
check out our YouTube channel where you can continue the conversations with me and our guests.